Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. No Royce, no Sush. Nope. Hauser bugs out, right? No Rook. No Rook. Manny's nope. on his way. No Heidi. No Kenny. We're here for three hours, baby. You know, let's go. I right? can, I, can, I, can I let you in on a little secret? Yeah. I love working this week. I only took yesterday off because I needed to for travel purposes for Christmas. I love working this week. Nobody's here. The traffic is amazing. You get a good parking spot. Yeah, you know. Although I get it, I pulled in today, figuring pl- there was one spot. Oh, really? So some of the so so the suits, some of the suits are working. Today. Oh, I bet maybe that's the case. The suits are working today. Not a year, man. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's true. I, I got a few friends of mine that are salesmen, and yeah, they ain't taking the last week of the year off. But man. I'd rather burn a vacation day, you know, when it's in July when uh, I want to be outside. Yeah, and, and this is always a great fill-in week for me because I mean, I worked a little this morning. Uh, you know, had lunch with my son, came back, rolled in here. Perfect. I got work too. I I should have worked the day after Christmas, but we had 52 people at our house, 50 to 60 people. Wow. And we, so you hosted. Okay. Well, we always host. You we do. always okay. have and it is a knockdown drag out. <laughs> uh last year some people went to bed at 8 in the morning. I'm not kidding you. I went to bed at like what? 1. Oh, it's so when I wake up in the morning, I look at the house and go, I can't leave my wife with this. So is this a combination? Is it all family? family? It's all family okay. and friends that come over, and it kind of starts. But, you know, it's <laughs> we end up playing games, and then sometimes it gets a little crazy. Oh, that's spectacular. It's it's not your normal Christmas. Sure. Uh, and the big table with all the booze on it, I came out the next morning and went, wow. It's all gone. Oh, it was all pretty much gone. <laughs> <laughs> and... Believe me, I don't underbuy because my thought on those things is booze doesn't go bad. No. So just buy it. Yeah, absolutely. Because if, if if hardly anybody drinks, you 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 know, it sits around. You're not it's not going anywhere, right? The the guys that I do the beer show every week with my friends at Elevated Beer Wine and Spirits, they've been a part of the show since day one. So they own two liquor stores. They have the one that's in South Minneapolis and the one that's in White Bear Lake. They are different people. These two weeks, you know, the week kind of leading up to Christmas and then the, the the tail end of going into the new year, because all they do is just wrote that they're just constantly at the store because that's what people do. They just buy buy booze in bulk and they've got to keep up with demand. Yeah, because that just like you, everybody's going there buying a whole bunch of stuff because they know they're going to need it and they know it's not going to go bad. So here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our guests bring beer. Well, and one of the beauties of winter is like we got a house and we got like an ups, upstairs deck and a downstairs deck and we got these big sliding doors. You can just put them outside. Sure. But when it's five below. You really got to be careful. It freezes. Yep. So so a bunch of the people left and there was like a case of beer sitting outside that was frozen. Do you have to chuck it? 
Uh, did it explode? No. Nope. Did the can explode? No. Nope. Was it cans or bottles? Cans. Uh, if it didn't explode, just bring them inside and let oh, them thaw. That's what I did. It's, yeah. It's, I didn't realize this. It was Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh. Do they still make that? Oh, yeah. Well, they very, do. Very, very, very popular with the hipster crowd. Yeah, the that's, that's who brought them over, okay. the PBR. So, you know, the kids were around. They said, are you going to drink the PBR? I said, I doubt it. I like PBR, but I can't have more than a couple because it it gives me the gurgly stomach. Yeah, that's but I But I do like it. I do like Pabst. So Ruben. it's not bad. No, God, no. Yeah, well, but and good. the other thing is, um, you were mentioning the, 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 frozen, the frozen beer. So this became a big a subject of debate on GL a couple of months ago. I was given a, a garage fridge for the first time. Oh, yeah. So I had it in, I, I put it in, I would say, tail end of the summer, early part of the fall. Yeah. And it's been great. I loved yeah, it. Right. Oh, it's just, I love every part of it. So, but what I discovered yesterday morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went into, because I also have like waters and stuff in there. Yeah. So I went to go grab, uh, I have a, I had a bottle of protein water that was in there and it was completely froze. Oh, yeah. And I freaked out because I had it stocked for the week. I thought, oh, God, what am I going to do? It is a problem. So I had to bring everything in the house. And, yes. And the wife looks at me and says, what are you doing? I said, honey, we can't let all of this stuff go bad. And she said, well, just leave it out there. I said, I can't. It's going to freeze. It'll explode. And then, it like beer. And then I don't want to. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't want it to go bad. I don't want to lose all this inventory that I've been stocking up Absolutely. for this time of the year. It is a problem when yeah. the temperature gets this cold. You know, I, I figure that my garage, which is attached to my house, but my garage is not heated. It's usually about 20 to 25 degrees warmer than outside. Like okay. this morning yep. I got in my car and the, and the garage was about 18. Sure. And, and outside it was like eight below. Yep. So, but, but, so when it gets below like 10 degrees outside, you the stuff's going to freeze Yes. in your refrigerator. It happens. You get used to it. I've had a garage fridge forever. In fact, my story about the garage fridge is great. We were, we had an extra fridge in this condo that we sold. This was about three houses ago now for me, cause I move a lot and the people that were buying from us were, uh, can I I'll say, we're, were assholes, okay? They just were. And okay. they were complaining about everything, okay? All and right. so we were moving out the morning. Like, we were supposed to have the house cleared by one. They showed up, like, the day before. And, you know, the house, we're, we're cleaning, and we're, there's stuff yeah. in boxes, and it's a mess. Well, we're going to have to postpone the closing. I said, uh, you get the house tomorrow at 1. You'll have the house tomorrow at 1. Right, I said, it'll be ready to go. I said, what is I supposed to do with my stuff? I, where am I going to put it? I'm moving in the morning. That's how it works. You know, that the day when someone's coming in and someone's going out, it's, you know, you got to kind of work with each other, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. there, nothing works that smoothly. My last house that I just sold this summer, the, the other people showed up. We said you can have it at one. We had the closing at noon. We went back to my house at one. There were still a few things there. The movers were moving. These people were super nice. I said, hey, I got this extra TV. I don't want it. You want to keep it? The guy goes, great. He was really nice. Just mellow. It's like, yeah. going to be another hour. Okay. So these people said, there better not be anything in this house when we get here tomorrow. <laughs> That's what they said. So I went and I took out the purchase agreement where you list what you keep. And my wife and I decided anything that is not written down here is coming with us. I mean, we got, we took all of the, uh, I was against this, but my wife was, she was charged up. We took all the pamphlets for like all the appliances, you know, that you have like in a drawer. Okay. That wasn't on the list. The little, the little things that go in the toilet holders, the little things that you, you know, hold the toilet paper. We took all those. You took the, 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 the little ring, holder. the ring. Yeah. We took, cause it wasn't on there. They said, and I wasn't going to take the fridge, the extra fridge. Oh, we took it. And I've had that ever since. Remind me never to buy a house from you. No, I would not I'm have kidding. done that if they weren't so mean to well, me. Well, what's weird is why would they have shown up a day before? Did they not? Did they Can think like that that was the closing that? day? I, no, I don't. I don't know hmm. what it was, but it was it was irritating to me. Okay, and so you know we we took everything. Everything was out of the house. 
I told my wife, I said, leave the pamphlets for like, you know, the, this water softener. You know, you know how you have like the and manuals? Said, no, this no. Is she said, up. everything's coming we with. We own this we never, We never heard anything, any complaints <laughs> from them. So we had cleared everything out. But that did get us into the uh, the garage fridge, oh, which is which is unbelievable. It's a lifesaver. I'd like to have, I don't have a basement in my house. If I had a basement, a basement fridge would be better because you don't have the See, freezer. See, and problem. that was the option I was I was debating about. What would I rather do? Would I rather have the extra fridge downstairs or would I rather have it in the garage? And for garage me, is better. garage is better. Except for you have the freezer Except problem. for these couple of stretches where we have yep. this brutally cold weather. But I thought, okay, well, I'm going to use it more in the summertime yeah. when I'm mowing the lawn, I'm going to want to have a cold one on you know on a Saturday when I'm cutting the grass. I don't have to run all the way downstairs to grab one. Now, my favorite kind of gifts that I get are gifts that it's something that when I get it, I go, man, is that cool, but probably something I would never buy for myself. So it's hard to find it. Or something I really need, like a, 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 a screwdriver. Uh, without a cord, what is it called? A, a cordless screwdriver. Cordless screwdriver. <laughs> there you go. Uh, because they're like a hundred bucks. Sure. You know, and you need one, and you use it a couple times, but you don't really feel like spending a hundred bucks on it. And that's something. Yeah, you. Oh, would I never love go when get I get yourself. a gift like that. So, okay. That is something I really want. But when I'm at the store buying it, I feel badly about sure, it. Sure. Sure. Okay, that's the perfect gift for me. And they got us because we bought this house on a lake. We got a deck, and they bought us one of those like super heaters you'll see like in restaurants that are outside. Oh, really? Now that. Was a great kids got us so, that. That so was you, a great gift. I don't I haven't I haven't opened it up yet, but but you can sit it out there. Like if it's even you know in Minnesota, you know not in the middle of the summer, but you know if you're out there like maybe in like early June and it's a nice afternoon and you're sitting out there and then the sun starts going down, it gets a little chilly. You pop that heater on. So does it, is it like not an NFL sidelines one where no, it's it, blowing they, it's it like out? It's like a big it's, tower and it comes over and it glows. You'll oh, see it in sure. restaurants. Yes, okay. Now that is great, and you can I keep that on the deck and all that, and it won't it won't affect. The wood or anything on the deck? No. Okay. It runs on propane. Then oh, the heater's man. like up high. You, you've seen it. Oh, you're... yeah. Almost like a canopy style. Yes. Okay. And I thought, that is incredible. That is a cool gift. Because I would never think of buying it. I'm now, sure they're a couple hundred bucks. I mean, I don't know what they are. But... Will it make weather like this suitable? I, I or, doubt or that. Does it, is it not going to be that? I don't think it'd be that good. No, but, okay. but yeah, I suppose if it's like 30 degrees. Well, if we, were, if we went outside in the winter, we'd probably go down by where we have the fire pit and sit down. But you could move it down there. Sure. It's on. You can move it. I mean, you, you, it runs on propane. You know, the other thing too. Does it keep the bugs away? I don't. It might. I don't know. You know, that's the one thing. I. I mean, I love living here, but that's the one thing I hate about summer. Is oh, it's bad. Sitting outside when the bugs are bad. That's awful. It is. It is. When we come back, we may get to sports, but there's one little news story I saw when I got here a little early that kind of blew my mind. We'll have to talk about that when we come back. You know. Sometimes we forget, or I do, that when you're on like a big time show, you kind of will become a superstar. Even though, for example, I really like Saturday Night Live. Okay. I've been a fan of it for years, and it it, it ebbs and flows. You know, but there's do a you lot still of, watch it religiously. I, you know, I, what I do is I tape it a lot okay. because I, I I I still watch it quite a bit. Do you watch it anymore? I I will catch it mostly. I catch clips online. Yeah, and that's a good I way. rarely. I don't think I. Can't even remember the last time I sat down and watched it live when and it was on. It's great to like DVR it, and then yes. you've got nothing else to watch. You you spin through it, and and you know some work, some don't. But but you know the two guys that do Weekend Update, and and I've never been a huge fan of Weekend Update. You know, it's been around forever, mm-hmm. right? Going back to Dan Aykroyd and uh, Jane Curtin. You know when he would call you ignorant. Yep. You know I don't probably shouldn't <laughs> use that word. On on you know, and I was watching the old Christmas special, and the, the a classic old one when. Uh, Dan Aykroyd plays the guy making the toys 
with uh, Bagel Glass. Bagel Glass with Murphy Brown. Uh, what's her name? Candace Bergen. Yes. Uh, playing the, the consumer reporter. <laughs> Bagel Glass. Johnny Switchblade. Yeah, Johnny Switchblade. No, and he goes, and he goes, the real name is Johnny Switchblade Action Pimp or something. He, yeah, and he goes, it's a bag of glass. That your kids, was a pretty your good. Your kids bit. are gonna pick yeah. it up anyway. We just we just put it in the bag for him. You know, he'd say, and then he'd have like a a Nerf dart and say, look at how dangerous yeah, this right. toy is. A Nerf ball. <laughs> or that, he that's he shoves it, it in his mouth and falls. Look, it's a choking, choking hazard. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but the, the the two guys that are on there are Colin Jost and Michael Che. Is that how he pronounces it? Okay, I'm you not know sure. who Colin Jost is though. You know what I'm talking about. Kind I of, think so. Yes, he looks like he's about twelve, and he's really. Kind of smarmy, funny. Yes, uh, and he's smart, and he's these. You know, I think I think they're very good. But I'm, you know, I got in here early, and I'm kind of spinning through the internet, and he, you know, he is seriously dating. Now this just blew me away. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up his picture to make sure I'm thinking. Just look up, but you, now you'll see. Who, you'll see who he is. He's kind of this. He he looks like he's a kid. He's 35 years old. Uh, and How do you spell his last name? J- Jost. J O J O S T. Colin okay. Jost. And he always acts. He's one of those guys that he always, you know, he has that that uh, the sense that he's okay. just smarter than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. He which does is have funny. That. He looks like uh, a skinnier version of who's the new late night guy that everybody's all raving about that does the car karaoke. Oh yeah, bit. Uh, Michael uh, Carden, James Carden. James Carden. He kind of looks like his. Yeah, only he's, this kid's this kid's <laughs> much thinner, and, but and he's good looking kid. Yeah, Colin Jones. Yeah, he is like I see it today. It comes out that he is seriously considering about proposing to this woman that he's been dating. Okay. And she was a recent hostess on Saturday Night Live. Oh. Big star, and by many people, is often considered maybe the best-looking woman in Hollywood or sexiest woman in Hollywood. She's she's in the conversation wow. on a regular basis. That that who he is seriously with is, now I want to make is Scarlett Johansson. What? Yes, Scarlett, now wouldn't you agree? Good she's for him. she's always up in that list. Oh right? yeah, she's right up there. In fact, she's even on that other list that we all know. And you know, when you're well, a married person, you've got the list of five. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, she's on she's that on, list. she's on that list and has been since me and my beloved have been together. Well, something about me. Because, Honey, sorry, sorry, if Scarlett's coming, calling. Yeah, I got to I got yeah, to take the call. You know, it's if you if you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm when <laughs> when Cheryl gave Larry, you know, he gave him on their tenth anniversary. He got one free pass. Got the hall pass, and he went to the cleaning lady, the the woman who owned it was, and it was played by uh, oh uh, Jean Garsh. No, what's her name? Uh, very sexy, uh, older actress. Uh, I'd have to look her look her up, but she she played a lot yeah. of very sexy very part. funny episode. But but it just struck me one, he's older than her. He's thirty five and she's thirty three. I thought she'd be older than him, and that just seems like he has stepped up. Boy, I mean, but I wouldn't imagine the guy that's doing Weekend Update. And don't, uh, could 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 snare Scarlett you know Johansson. Here, they'll probably never get here's married. Here's the thing: women love funny. They do. Women love funny. Not that I'm any. And she's at the. She does the show, so they work all week. Uh-huh. He's a, he's part of what the guys that do weekend update. They're writers, so he's probably you know he's doing a lot of the writing, and you know then they have the after party, and you know one thing leads to another, and there you go. I'm not to verify this, but because you know I'm a big Scar Joe guy. I yeah, love Scarlett yeah, Johansson, I, I, I but I too. believe she's already had. At least two, if not no. three, failed marriages. She has. Uh, I think they say she's uh, she's been twice wed, and she has a three year old daughter. Because she was married. Not that that means anything. I'm just saying that. Yeah, you could propose, but that's not necessarily going to lead to long term happiness. No. Because having a marriage in that, I could not no. imagine having to be married and be famous at that same. That that would that would be horrible because every single element of your personal life is always exposed. I, I will occasionally give movie reviews here because th- this kind of morphs into that. Uh, while I was busy cleaning the house, I watched a couple. I don't. I never go to the movie theaters anymore. I do not like going to movie theaters. I don't either. Uh, and it's not that the. It's that. Why should I go outside, sit in a cramped seat, 
spend all this money on popcorn when I can sit at home with on-demand movies and even the ones you have to buy are like seven bucks, mm -hmm. okay? So it's like nothing compared to what you spend going on. And you can watch almost any movie you want in your living room and you can pause it. Mm -hmm. And you can have a cocktail. I saw it. It's wonderful. I watched an article, or watched, I, I, I saw something online yesterday about, you know, movie theaters are basically saying we got to get people to come back. Well, A, don't charge so much. And, and it's not even necessarily the ticket to the to the theater. It's $15 for a bucket of popcorn. Yeah. Well, I've got two young kids. A, they're not going to sit still for two and a half hours. So even if it's a movie that they like, they're not going to sit still and watch it. I'm just, I, I just don't want to deal with that, especially this time of the year. And I'm not a guy that's blown away by special effects. Everybody tells me, you know, if you're going to see Dunkirk, you got to see it in the theater. And I get when people say that because sure. apparently it's this bigger than yes. life sound. And you're not going to get that at home, even if you have a big screen and, and a surround sound. Okay. Uh, but most movies aren't like that, right? Most movies, it doesn't really matter if you got a big screen TV. And so I, I watch them all the time. So I did watch it. had come wreck. I, I look, I, I just scroll through and I watched pop star. Have you seen pop star with no. Adam, not Adam Sandler, uh, Andy Sandberg. Okay. And he's, and he's, it's a spoof on he's, he's in a rap group called the style boys <laughs> with three white kids from the suburb. Okay. And they be, and the thing that's funny about it is if anybody that's watched Saturday Night Live knows that Andy Samberg, especially when he's with, uh, you know, the famous one that he did with uh, Justin Timberlake, Timberlake, which was also on the Christmas special, mm -hmm. something in a box. Yes. Uh, that, that he, he can do that stuff. He can do spoofs of rap. And he's really good at it. He's very underrated, I yeah, think. And, Andy Samberg. And I didn't think he'd have much of a career after Saturday Night Live. He's, he's very Brooklyn, funny. What, that yeah, show is really good. Yeah, people. I've, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So, so he's, they're doing these rap songs that, I mean, they are hilarious. Okay. They, they're really, I mean, they're well done and they're funny, but they're a joke, right? Sure. But, they, but in the movie, they're like the cutting edge, right? And then they have all these interviews. It's like they're doing like a, the, the movie's kind of a documentary on his life. And how he, you know, he rose and then fell and then came back. The, the typical story, right? But the funny part is the music industry is is all in on this. It was made by Apatow, made it. Uh, Timberlake's in it, and they're making fun of the the. You know, you have these great black rappers saying Style Boys changed my life. Oh man, when they revolutionized guys, oh, the industry. And they said when, when, when Style Boys <laughs> did Donkey Roll, uh, it, <laughs> it, it, it became my life. I mean, so they're like they have this other rapper come on who then tours with them, and he's played by an actor because I've seen him before, and he has this song called Humblest. I'm the humblest. I'm the humblest. So then he's at like the the quote unquote they call it the Poppies, but it's the Grammys. Okay, and he's next to Mariah Carey. In the movie, and he and she goes, your song "Humblest" really spoke to me because it. it I'm, I consider myself one of the most humble oh actresses, so it's it's very funny. Okay. So I, I would I would highly recommend Pop Star as a comedy. When you have a comedy like that, you don't expect it to be, you know, uh, every joke hits. I mean, and some of them are kind of ridiculous, but it is worth it just for the lines they come up with. Sure. That it's absolutely, and then at the end, when the Style Boys come back together, they sing with. With they have a, a, a Michael Bolton sings with them. I oh mean, it's, it doesn't get any better than that. Uh, we may get to sports, we may not. But now we're going to get to money. The Your Money Now report. It comes to us courtesy from our friends down in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance. Bruce Vale is the man. He's also a pop star. He's waiting in the wings, and he's got your money now. I like how you guys think you can't enjoy a cocktail at the theater. What do you mean? Uh, see. 
Yeah, but you bring a flask. That's you, much different. You get you, you get yourself an arm cast. Right. You hollow it out a little bit, okay. and a couple of straws, and you're good to go. See? I'll send you the diagram. That's why you're here. Life advice. That's true. Uh, stocks struggled for direction today, but we did end up with some small gains. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 28 points to 24,774. The NASDAQ Composite picked up three points. The S&P 500 gained just two points. Pending home sales ticked up two-tenths of a percent in November. That was a bit below expectations. The National Association of Realtors Index of pending home sales tracks real estate transactions in which a contract has been signed, but the deal hasn't closed. Low inventory levels continue to be a headwind for home sales. The Canadian bicycle company Rocky Mountain Bicycles is recalling more than 3,000 mountain bikes sold under the Altitude, Instinct, and Pipeline brands. The company said the brake cable housing on the bikes was not secured properly during manufacturing, which can lead to brake failure and a crash. The bikes were sold at Rocky Mountain dealers, and those dealers will make free repairs if you need the brakes. I'm Bruce Vale with Your Money Now on 1500 ESPN. Thank you, Bruce. We'll wait for that album to drop soon. Oh, it's coming, baby. Awesome. Well, we'll get another report from you in about, uh, oh, about uh, 23 hours. What other sports talk show in the country on uh, December 27th is going to talk about the NCAA basketball tournament? Oh, but boy. But I'm going to do it because it has been... I have been a longtime um, proponent that even though the NCAA basketball tournament is wildly, what I'm trying to I'm trying to think if I remember this. You want to do away with the first round? What that- I what I want to do is is I think you, I'm a proponent of taking what is obviously a huge sporting success in this country. Yep, right. It's everybody loves it, but that doesn't you know when Tiger Woods was winning golf in the early 2000s, he changed his swing, and everyone said he was crazy, and then he got better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now he later got worse, but that was unrelated to that change. Okay. Uh, you can make take something very good and make it even better. And I'm going to give you. And the, what I've always said they should do is get rid of the stupid conference tournaments. Okay. Now I know they make money. You'd have to come up with some way around that. I was going to say good luck with that. Yeah. And <laughs> then and then every team makes the tournament. All just like high school. All 351 teams oh, make the okay. tournament. I misunderstood. And I thought I remember you, a different and conversation. What, with and you. I've actually figured it out. But like you, you take like the top. So you, so the first round is going to have to be between. You take two times is four, which is eight, which is thirty-two, which is sixty-four, which is one thirty-two. So it's two hundred sixty-four teams. Okay. You take the bottom two hundred sixty-four teams. So that would mean like the top seventy-five get a first round bye. All right. And those play down from two sixty-two. To, from 264 to 132, then you then you put everybody in a bracket, or you figure it out some way, and then you and then everybody plays. So in other words, if you were like a one of the top teams, you'd have to play two games. You could play them at your home arena to get to the final six. You could get down to the final 64 with the top teams playing two games, and if you're one of the crappy teams, you'd have to win three to get there. You could do it in one week, the week of the conference tournaments. So now you have 64 teams that that aren't being picked by a selection committee. That are earning their way. Yeah, and you're going to have you can have an occasional weird team that's going to come up and bite somebody, right? And now you've got 64 teams, and arguably they'd be the best 64 teams. Here's why. Because that we all know a number one seed has never lost to a 16 seed. Because there's all these teams that are terrible that are in these terrible conferences that get automatic bids. And I don't want to say they shouldn't get automatic bids. This way they're all in. If you can win three games, you so now you get down to 64 teams, 
And then the committee goes into a room with those 64 teams and they unveil the brackets. Still, now you're going to see. So now you know who's in. So they're not selecting, they're seeding at that point. Then they seed. They take the 64 and they seed and put them in regions. And it's the same thing that we have now, only you don't have the number one. In other words, the number one team isn't going to be playing some team they're going to beat by 40. They're going to be playing like a, like a mid to low level Big Ten team. So you're going to have like Duke playing maybe Ohio State. Yeah, and and it's going to be there's going to be a lot of 16 seeds that'll win. They'll probably win 10% of the time instead of 0% of the I time. I don't hate this idea, but let me ask you this. Doesn't that then just basically make your regular season irrelevant? No, cuz it's where you're seated. It's right now it's basically irrelevant, right? I mean, I mean, you know, half the teams get in or you know, but anyway, but okay. here's why I think this is the case. I saw this story today. There's a little school called Texas Southern coached by Mike Davis. If you remember Mike Davis, he used to coach in Indiana. Yes. Mike Davis has a dream that he's going to win the national championship at Texas Southern. Okay. Uh, I doubt that, given the fact that he pretty much, I think he got Indiana to the championship game. And they lost to Maryland. Did they lose? They lost to Maryland, yes. I agree. And it was kind of a surprise that both those teams got there that year. Well, this is the schedule that he's played, non-conference schedule. He's played 13 non-conference games, all on the road. Gonzaga, loss. Ohio State, loss. Syracuse, loss. Washington State, loss. Kansas, loss. Clemson, loss. Oakland, loss. Toledo, loss. Oregon, lost. Baylor, lost. Wyoming, loss. TCU, loss. And BYU, loss. He played all major conference programs with the exception of Toledo and Oakland. And Oakland's always good. We've seen them. They've, yeah, they, they make the tournament. They make the tournament. Yeah. And they always play Michigan State and give, have given them games. Yep. Uh, in fact, when I went down and saw the Gophers play in uh, Milwaukee, uh, when they were playing Xavier, Oakland played earlier in that round and gave somebody a heck of a game. Might have even won. I don't remember. But so they're zero and thirteen. They are favored. I don't like his chances. <laughs> they are favored to win their conference. Oh wow! So th- this team is the best team in the SWAC, Southwest Athletic Conference, and they get an automatic bid if they win right. their conference. So they are now zero okay. and thirteen, <laughs> and they are likely to be if they win their conference tournament. We don't even have to win the regular season conference, but they're the heavy favorites to win that conference. And but but his the reason he does this is brilliant. Here's what he says. First of all, he says, I just want to win a national championship. People are saying there's no way you can do that at Texas Southern. It's like when Phil Knight started Nike, when there were Converse and Adidas, people said, Why would you do that? But look at what Nike does now. Now I can remember when Nike came out. And everyone thought that was a joke. I remember that because that was when I was like 11, 12, 13 years old, and the kind of sneakers you wore said everything about you. Okay. There were Puma guys, which I was, and there were Adidas guys. And we were all, I'm a Puma guy. I'm an Adidas guy. And there was, I'm not kidding you, there was huge amongst my age group. When did Nike unveil? Around then. Early 80s? And then Nike came Late and they 70s? had, and they had. It, to me, I always thought it was, it looked like they just took the Puma logo and flipped it upside down and put a little twist on it. Okay. I thought it was lame. Right? Nike was lame. Nobody wore, it was lame. And then and, they, and, and, and yeah, then they, they got had, Jordan. Yeah, and they're then not the, lame anymore, the right? They, they, they're, yeah. They've blown everybody away. Now. You know, is Mike Davis at Texas Southern going to do what Phil Knight was able to do? I doubt it. But but that's not the point. The reason he does this, listen to this. This is just a further joke of NCAA basketball. There's also a monetary aspect to the schedule. Remember, he's played all 13 games on the road. He's getting paid every yes. time he goes on the road. In 2016, Davis said the basketball team uh, only had to give 350 so they made $900,000 in 2016. Uh $900,000 from their non-conference schedule in 2016 okay. by playing all these road games. And they had to give $350,000 directly to the athletic department, but they but the athletic department let, the, let them keep $550,000 just for basketball. 
I mean, this is they're they're in the swack. They're not they're they're playing like at a high school gym, right? Mm-hmm. So he says, so he goes, these games help the basketball's bottom line. This is what he says. He goes, to have a home game, for Texas Southern to have a home game, you've got to pay the officials four to five thousand dollars. The people working the scorers table are another twenty five hundred. So in order for us to have if we have a home game, we've got to clear ten thousand dollars to make it worthwhile. We are not going to clear ten thousand dollars. And I don't want to waste my time playing NAIA teams. If we play a lower team, nobody's going to come in and see it. The math is simple. So he figures he recruits the kids and says, You're going to play big time basketball. You know, and then you're going to be prepared for the tournament. That's all good strategy. Okay, it's really good strategy. But what's a joke about this is that a team like this, who can't even come, is going to be in the tournament. It's going to be one of the final 64. They shouldn't be one of the final 64. They should be in like, there's 351 Division 1A teams. Have them all go. One week, you pare it down to 64, and then you start your tournament. Would you, under your under your uh, projected bracket, having allowed every all 300 and whatever mm-hmm. teams that are in, would you then do away with with the conference alignment as well? Well, you can have your conferences if you want. I don't have a problem with the conference because to me, you know, what are the chances that you're that you know, unless you're a Duke or a Kentucky, you know, there's the six or seven programs that basically judge themselves by winning the NCAA tournament. So you would keep Gophers the co- aren't, do, do you? I, I don't think anybody this year is going to judge the Gophers basketball season by by did they do they make the Final Four? If the Gophers manage to win the Big Ten. That's a huge feather in their cap, right? Sure. That's doable. Probably not this year, but but you can see where Richard Pitino could win a Big Ten title in the next couple of years. And if Eric Curry hadn't been hurt, I think they could have won the Big Ten this year. I don't think they can now. I think they they just don't have enough depth. But but the point is that I you can still play your conference, have your regular season. Because look, as fans that are buying tickets, I, I want to see them play Big Ten teams. I don't want them to just be you know you know you, you know it's fun to be in there watching them play Iowa, Wisconsin, or Michigan State or Michigan. That's a lot of fun. But the other the and other it would you'll get points and you'll be higher up in the food chain. But the other side of it though, and I, again, I don't hate your idea, but I, for me personally, I would much rather watch the Big Ten basketball tournament than Oakland play whoever to get from. 364 to 200, you know what, you know what I'm I saying? Know, I, I, I would much rather watch teams that I've kind of grown up over. I would much rather watch that. But to me, it's always bugged me that the winner of the conference champ a tournament gets the bid. Now, the Big Ten, it doesn't usually matter unless some team from Wade, you know, because the Big Ten, your top, you know, last year, what, seven or eight teams made it? This year, the Big Ten might struggle to get five or six. Uh, if you look at the early RPI, the mm-hmm. early computer rankings at Purdue and Michigan State are up high, and the rest of the teams are all 40, 50, 60 range, including the Gophers. So if you want to play this out, other than Purdue and Michigan State, all those other teams, when they're playing 40 and 50 you know, ranked team, you're not going to move up that much. But my point is when you play an 18-game Big Ten schedule, and next year it's going to be a 20-game Big Ten schedule, you've, you've got those games. Right. And the champion has earned it, and I'd like to see it. So anyway... I, I just I like the fact though that Mike Davis said, "Screw it, we're just going to play it. all road games in the non-conference and 0-13, get paid." Thirteen, and right now yeah. they would be probably on most big boards as the team from the SWAC. So it kind of tells you it's kind of uh, ridiculous. Uh, we'll take a break, and when we come back, uh, Sam Bradford back. We did just see on 1500 ESPN. I'm going to do a tease here. Uh, I hate when people do. When I'm a listener, God, I hate this, but I'm going to do it now. Why? Because you want to hear it once they bring it up if oh, you're I interested. See. I see. That uh, uh, Jake Dupuis of 1500 put together his all top three teams, all go for men's basketball of this century, All so right. since 2000. 
and my former Gopher Hoops Weekly partner, Spencer Tollickson, never heard of uh, him. Is uh, <laughs> is on the third team. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You know, I, I love Spence. So. so- that's kind of interesting. So he did three teams. Three teams. So 15 guys. 15 guys. And then some honorable mention from right. since 2000. Well, who was, who was the starting five? I'm not. I'm teasing it. Oh, you jerk. I That's do That's what I'm that. talking about. See? <laughs> oh. That's what I'm talking about. Well, wow. Now, so Spence was on the third team? Spence was on the Spence third team. Spence had a good career. He now, did. Now, did he do this... Like position specific yes. or yes. okay, okay. Yeah, he did. He did a, two guards, two forwards, and a center on okay. all three teams. So I like the way he did it. Uh, on this last, I saw today that uh, Sam Bradford and I'm now going to do one of these what I would call like first take type discussions that I hate. Oh yeah, Here <laughs> because we go. they're they're stupid. Okay, but but you know it's you know there ain't much going on. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna resort to some stupid conventions over the next hour and 15 minutes. Okay. Lay it on us, Stephen A. Uh, yeah, it, it's that Sam Bradford is, to me, I think this is an interesting discussion and one I hope we never have to find the answer to because I think it's obvious right now that there's really, short of being injured, Case Keenum's playing, right? Because if he has a horrible game, they're out, okay? Right. <laughs> I mean, unless he has one Sunday against the Bears, and I don't think that would de- derail Case Keenum if he did, okay? Uh, barring injury, he's your starting Barring injury. Yep. It, it, if they win the Super Bowl, it's going to be Case Keenum holding up the trophy, okay? Mm-hmm. It, it just is. It, I suppose if he got – but the question is, let's say he gets hurt, and now you've got Teddy waiting in the wings, and now they're saying Sam Bradford might be might be better, okay? We saw how good he was in game one – Against when he felt Saints. good, yeah. When he felt good, right? He looked great, and he played pretty well last he year. Was the NFC Offensive Player of the Week in Week One? Yes, and so they're saying they're going to bring him back. I guess next week he's he's off IR, and so they'll have two weeks, presumably. There's a basically a one percent chance because like four things would have to happen for the Vikings not to get the two seed, including some major upsets. The Bears would have to beat the Vikings, which isn't going to happen. The Bucks would have to beat the Saints. Uh, Carolina would have to beat. Atlanta, but they're an underdog. Those are three straight underdogs. Carolina, that would no, no one would be surprised. And the fourth one is Atlanta would have to, I, I think, beat uh, whoever they're. They would have to beat um, who are they? Oh no, they lose. They, so I think those three. There's like four things would have to happen because the, the Rams would have to. The Rams would have to lose. The Vikings have the tiebreaker over both the Rams and the Saints right. because they beat them head to head. And this the year. only way this, the only, and they would lose the tiebreaker to the Panthers. But the Panthers would have to be ahead of. The Rams. The Panthers would have to win the division. Yeah. They'd have to win yep. the division, and they'd have to be the only four-loss team, other team to win the So you need the Rams to lose. They're favored, even though they're not going to play a lot of their starters. Uh, all the dogs would have to win. So what You'd we're saying four is four dogs win. It's highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. And plus, I don't think the Vikings are losing to the Bears. No, okay? that's uh, not going to happen. You know, nope. I, I, think, I think this is another opportunity to get Teddy some time, hopefully. That you know they'll be up enough in the fourth quarter they can put Teddy in and he can and he can play a little bit which would be good be good to get Case off the field early if you could well let me ask you a question though because I saw that report that that Bradford you know Mike Zimmer said that that Bradford will be back at practice probably next week right. let's just say the Vikings get the number two seed and it's it's most likely right. going to happen if you go into a divisional round game against whoever whether it's Atlanta Carolina New Orleans whoever it is. Obviously, Case Keenum's your starting quarterback. Nobody's questioning that. Right. Who would you feel more comfortable as your backup? Uh, 100% healthy right. and, or that's 90% my, healthy? That's my first talk question. With Sam Br- I Seriously, I'm taking Bradford. You know, I, I haven't seen Teddy play in, I mean, he took a snap right. against the Bengals, but we haven't seen Teddy play meaningful football in two years. And the one pass that he threw on the interception, he completely panicked. 
I, I mean, I'm just saying, it doesn't, I'm not saying that that means much of anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just stating that as a fact. Okay. He went back to pass, was jumping around like he had never been in a pocket before, and then threw yep. a terrible pass. Now, that's just a fact. That's one play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, then he threw another pass that was a good pass. Okay, he threw two little easy passes. That doesn't tell you much at all. And there's nothing to say that you couldn't have all three. It's unlikely, but it's there's nothing that you can't have yeah, all three active. That? Is it the rule that you can, I think you can activate two, and then you, you can have an emergency third? They changed it, though. Did they? So now you either have two or three. I, th- I think they changed that rule this year. I forget who was, maybe it was Seifert that was explaining to us, because somebody got into that situation. It might have been Denver. When Simeon got hurt and they brought in, whether it was Paxton Lynch, whoever, and that, that quarterback also got hurt. I forget what team it was. Because isn't the well, the rule I think we're talking about is like as soon as your third quarterback comes in, the other two guys can't come back well, in that, or is something that, like that. My question is, if, they, if you have to look it up. Do, if, the, you know, if you're the Vikings, do you activate all three and, you know, and not have a slaughter there? Uh, is, do they just activate two? In which case, then you've made your choice, or could you have all three there and then make the choice at the time? I don't know what they could do, but it is it is an interesting question. And I'll tell you what, I would agree with Reavers that. But again, here's the difference: it's almost like the tables have been flipped, Chris, because Teddy's been practicing ever since ever since Bradford went on IR. He hasn't been practicing. Teddy's been practicing every week, and so to me, my guess is that's got to come into play where where Bradford hasn't practiced. Yeah. You know, and so he's only going to have two weeks of practice. Where by that point, Teddy will have had like what ten weeks of practice. So it might be more. But but assuming all else was was equal, I'd rather have Bradford. But they might be more comfortable going with the guy who's been practicing. The third quarterback rule governed by the National Football League. The rule was abolished for the 2011 season when the well, NFL right up on top of that. Then when the yeah. NFL increased the roster size to allow 46 players to dress for a game. The third quarterback did not count towards the team's 45-man active roster. If the third quarterback entered the game at any position during any of the first three quarters, the starter and backup became ineligible ineligible to play for the rest of the game. The third quarterback could have entered the game in the fourth quarter while preserving the eligibility of the starter and backup. If I'm not mistaken, and I don't really study the inactive list, but I think the Vikings have basically rolled with three quarterbacks, right? I mean, they've has Slaughter been inactive all these games? Or the Teddy's been there? I don't think so. So I think they go with three. Mm-hmm. So if you go with three, you know, obviously Slaughter take a seat. You have you have Bradford and you have Teddy, and then you don't have to make the decision. You may never have to make the decision because you you'd probably activate all three. I would think, but I don't know. But it'd be interesting. But but I agree that the real difference here is, I think I'd rather have Bradford than Teddy. But but Bradford has not practiced in a lot of weeks, and Teddy mm-hmm. has practiced now eight weeks or something like that, and then he'll have two more. You know, assuming they get the buy, which they probably will. Uh, we'll take a break and uh, we'll wrap up sports talk and come back with uh, the ride with Royce right after this. KC, my friend, do it all day. That's what I say. Now you are the one that said that I you would hire them. Wedding. That's right. That's until right. I saw it was going to cost me two hundred twenty thousand dollars, <laughs> and I wasn't. Would have been worth it if I had two hundred twenty thousand. If I was really rich, how long would they have played? Oh, uh, probably not that long. Maybe an hour and a half, two. Oh, Did knows? you actually investigate? Oh, the we seat? called. And really? Said, yeah, and said how much would it cost? And they said a hundred. And I said, hmm, I wasn't going to do a hundred either. But they said <laughs> plus expenses. I said, Ooh. what that? They go, that's about another hundred and fifty. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yep. You mean you guys can't just come here by bus? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you know, they probably need like the green M and M separated from the reds oh, and you know that sort of crazy contract stuff. writer stories are the best. Yeah, that's probably exactly what would happen. Uh, uh, we are going to go uh, d- next hour. Now, you guys, I didn't give you any heads up, but I'm going to do 
at four o'clock, I've got a list of six, the biggest sports stories of the year in Minnesota. Oh, we like lists this the time biggest. of the year, yes. And then at, after the break, I'm going to do the most disappointing stories of the year, and I've only got five. So you guys can, I'll, I'll count them down. So, so just think about that. We'll do that at the, at the hour. We'll also have Kind Tom of a Edwards. feeling that I know what your number one disappointing story mm-hmm. in sports is going to be. My number one most disappointing. <laughs> no, you, you know, you're, it, you're close, but not quite. Okay. Uh, on that, I'm also going to, I am going to talk some Timberwolves uh, next hour because I was, I was intrigued by the story on Cheryl Reeve in the Star Tribune where they named her the sports person of the year, the Star Tribune. And, and I kind of thought to myself, I respect the job Cheryl Reeve has done as a fan. I like her. I like her personality. I like that she gets involved. Uh, But I thought, well, man, you've got such great players. But when I read that story that showed me an element to her, I don't know if you read that story or not. I did not. I saw it online, but I did Uh, not read it yet. It talked about how after Philando Castile was shot, how she gathered her team and said, what do you want to do about it? And that she, she, she's really more than just a coach to this team. They trust her in a lot of ways. And, and you know, I'm, I think that's an important part of coaching, and we saw it break down with Zimmer last year. And you know, who knows if Tibbs has it or not? We'll talk about the that leadership well. quality is what you're getting. Yeah, at. just yeah. that your players trust you that you're 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 more than just somebody drawing the X's and O's. We'll talk about that when the ride comes up after this. KSTP 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's currently five degrees outside. Put the national. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23.